Welcome to The Coven Council, a witchy something-something, your go-to podcast for feminism, politics, and all things witchy. I am Audrey Martinovich, an audio engineer in Madison, Wisconsin, uh, 28, and just chilling where it's always covered in snow. And I'm Sruthi, and I am a uh, biomedical science and biochemistry student currently chilling out in St. Cloud, Minnesota, and also where it's always cold and snowy <laughs> and icy. Yeah, we just had like eight inches of snow dumped on us in last week, so I'm still emotionally oh. recovering from that. Was it? Did you really have that much snow? Yeah, oh my, okay. yeah, it was crazy. Well, yesterday it was like 45 up in here, and oh. I was walking around with like a light jacket on. It was awesome. Nice. Oh, yeah, and for those of us who are listening to us and are not from the Midwest like us, weather is something that we always revert to when there's like... <laughs> a lull in the conversation up in the Midwest. It's just like you greet someone, you're like, oh, hey, you know, like you just start talking about the weather and that's how you get to know people. Or the local like football team, you know, (laughs) I'm not. Right. Yeah. (laughs) I'm not a huge football fan, so I guess I don't necessarily fit into that category. Let's talk (laughs) about something uh, that we both fit into the category of um, STEMinists. Yes. We are both women in STEM. So science, technology, engineering, and mathematics. Uh, It's a pretty awesome field to belong to. I'm not always partial. I think that um, all of the academic areas um, are of equal importance, but I am partial to STEM. and so I'm, I'm always here to kind of encourage more women in STEM and more, um, yeah. you know, pe- women of color in STEM and stuff. Oh, yeah, for sure. Um, well, just as a, you know, as a way to kind of get to know us a little bit, uh, what area of STEM are you in, Sruthi? So I think I start. I, I think I mentioned this in the beginning, um, but I am a biomedical science and biochemistry major, um, and so a lot of my time is spent um, looking at biology and its intersections with chemistry. Um, and um, my so in my undergraduate, um, I have spent. Um, a lot of time studying the behavioral neuropharmacology of seizure disorders. And my particular kind of uh, career track is going to be in medicine. Um, I've actually always wanted to be a doctor. You know how like when you're five, Mm -hmm. um, you know, you're what what age, what where are you in kindergarten, pre-kindergarten? And, you know, you're like, oh, Sruthi, what do you want to be? You know, like, and every other kid's like, I'm going to be a ballerina and I'm going to be a firefighter. And like, Mm -hmm. I used to like dead face look at my parents in the eye and be like, I'm going to be a doctor. And they'd be like, okay, child. So, um, just you wait. I've, right, right. So, um, I'm super excited because I'm going to be heading out to medical school in the fall. And kind of, um, it's been really awesome because when my, my time in undergraduate, um, I've had the opportunity to kind of explore a lot of different areas within biology and chemistry, not specifically just um, stuff that is um, pre-med. Um, and so I've kind of found an area of, of interest for myself, and that's particularly uh um, influenced by my own upbringing and um, cultural influences. So I have a particular interest um, in 
the public health dissemination um, of you know uh, as it as it gears towards women and children, mm-hmm. but more in a global perspective, if that kind of makes sense. Um, yeah, totally. And so it's been really fun and I'm, I'm super excited. And so I, you know, my, one of my, I think um, one of my taglines somewhere on online is like a steminist. Like that is my, yes. my personal identification as to what I kind of consider myself. Hell yeah. Yeah, me too. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think, yeah, that's incredible. And I am so happy that like, especially, um, you know, as a woman of color that you are, able to like follow this path and make this happen for yourself because women in STEM, I mean, face such a disadvantage already, but it's even more so for women of color. And that kind of goes for, you know, obviously like any, any kind of field really. Right. Um, but I, but I think STEM has always, you know, at least recently, until recently, has been a extremely male-dominated field, mm-hmm. um, and opportunities and resources for women who are trying to make their way has always been very limited. But recently, I I learned that um, medical schools in in the U.S. are now more than fifty percent are females, uh, female students are the ones who are in medical school. And that was a really awesome statistic to to hear. Right. Yeah. So now, Audrey, you have to tell us about your sort of um, um, background because you're a sound engineer. And I don't know what sound engineers do, first of all. I just know that you have a really cool job and you get to meet cool people. So you'll have to give us a little background. Um, And you'll also have to talk about kind of your experience, because I don't know if it's the same in sort of the sound engineering field as it is in in math and engineering Mm -hmm. and uh, computer science and um, physics, for example, where Mm -hmm. you could be like the only female identifying person in a group of maybe 30, 40, maybe 100 you know, students. Mm -hmm. And so maybe kind of your, 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 your way and how you kind of made it through. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, to start, I guess women, uh, make up at, on average estimations are about 5% of, uh, sound engineers, techs, producers, um, people who are kind of calling the shots in some way in the music industry. Um, although audio engineering goes beyond, uh, just music, it's movies, it's, uh, you know, radio commercials, it's, um, designing sound for children's toys, like kind of anything that has Mm -hmm. sound, uh, there's a sound person there making it happen. And at the best estimation, it's like between five and seven percent of those people are women so oh, wow yeah like in um in all of my my college classes like except for the kind of gen eds like you know creative mm-hmm, writing mm-hmm. and things like that I was the only right. woman in all of my classes the entire time I was in school wow yeah, wow. it, it, it was, <laughs> it was it's both weird. incredible and sad at the exact yeah. same time, you know, I feel. And and that's so um, interesting. I, I feel like there are a lot of jobs and careers out there that you would never imagine until you know someone who does it. And I think this is one yeah. of those where I'm like, you never kind of think about who produces right. music or who produces commercials or radio, um, you know, whatever. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, like it doesn't just appear somewhere. Right? There's right. an actual person doing this. And I think that's just so cool. Um, so how did you decide that was going to be your career path? 
Um, so I come from a very like kind of artistic uh, background. So I was always in um, all the choirs I could be in, all the bands. Um, I'm a classically trained opera singer. And um, oh wow, yeah, it's kind of random. Um, <laughs> so something that you do when you're um, trying to figure out how to better yourself in the arts is to record yourself or like dancers mm-hmm. dance in front yes. of mirrors, you know, to see what's mm-hmm. coming out. And um, mm-hmm. so I would I would do that during my voice lessons, and um, mm-hmm. I just started kind of falling in love with how can I make this recording sound better? And there's a lot of science behind. And, you know, how sound travels through the air and how to manipulate it and, um, you know, just how to edit seamlessly and uh, a lot of um, electricity, like if you're especially if you're someone who, you know, repairs any kind of equipment or makes guitar pedals or anything like that. There's a lot of that background. Um, I actually have like one or two more classes I could take if I wanted to um, become an electrician, but I, I don't. So, but if I ever wanted to, that mm. is an option. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah. So, you know, it's a very, very techie thing, but it does kind of marry the, the creative um, background that I have. So I've, that, mm-hmm. I guess that's kind of what, what drew me into it. That's amazing. And, that's oh, amazing. Um, electronics was my least favorite part of all of physics and I'm not not a huge physics <laughs> person too. to begin with. <laughs> and so, like, like I'm in, in an instrumental class right now for, I'm finishing up my biochemistry major this semester, and in instrumental, we spend a lot of time understanding how chemical instrumentation works. Mm-hmm. And um, in, you know, one of the greatest advantages that have been afforded to us by the um, industrial and technological age of today is the fact that we can make our measurements, um, you know, easily quantize Mm -hmm. using instrumentation and and not the crude um, hand-by-hand technique Um, and so it's it's really awesome because you have data that's so accessible and experiments that are much easier than what it would have been you know even 20-30 years ago but Mm -hmm. at the same time you know there's a lot of science that goes behind those instrumentations and so we're learning so we spend a lot of time looking at circuitry and stuff like that and understanding how they actually work and it's really cool but it's just um I personally don't kind of function on that linear level that a lot of engineers and phys- uh, physicists do. And so I always have a hard time when we come to some of the, the more technical, even though I totally appreciate it and would love to be able to, you know, um, make that as something that I could do on a, on a day-to-day basis. It's definitely not how I function. So <laughs> it's not how I function some days either. Though, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, right but yeah, yeah, no linear is like the perfect way to describe it because it is all like links in a little chain basically. Mm-hmm. Uh, now that we've gotten to know each other a little bit, how about we get to know each other a little bit more uh, in a segment Ooh, yes. we call witches be crazy. Um, so <laughs> for today, um, um, Sruthi and I are going to guess what five items would you put in an inst uh, in a pentagram, not an Instagram. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> oh, I mean Instagram too. I, mean, I guess. Shit. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. <laughs> All right. 
<laughs> okay, so um, <laughs> listeners, we also have Deidre is joining us, although you can't hear her. Uh, she is online supplying us with articles and blurbs because um, uh, this episode is going to be about amazing STEMinists. So she is helping us with uh, name suggestions, links to bios, things like that. Um, uh, mm-hmm. And she just jumped in on our Google Doc and wrote, ha, 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 ha. So I had to make Deidre's presence known for sure. <laughs> yes, yeah. Deidre is our behind the scenes person today, yes. but she's um she's commenting and she just laughed at uh Audrey's Instagram versus Pentagram, Pentagram. fail there. So that was, that was quality. <laughs> so Audrey, you wanna go first or should I? Um I'll go first. Um so okay. what f- five items I would put in a pentagram to summon Sruthi would <laughs> be a stethoscope. Um, yeah, that's, of that's true. That's true. And that's also because of the uh, <laughs> profile picture that BZ drew of you. Yeah. It's pretty cute. Oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. Um, let's see. I don't know how graphic I want to get, but I would probably put like, <laughs> um, oh, goodness, like Trump's head on a stake. I feel like that would like get oh, you cool. to come over like, what? Uh, Finally, it happened. Um, oh, oh, man. <laughs> Um, okay, okay. I feel the vibe. Yeah, right? I'm just going to go everywhere with it, like, to the five points <laughs> right. of my mind. Will, yeah, will right, because it's a pentagram, you know? Like, five right. most, like, extreme things that you can put that would define me. Right. Um, I feel like I should also put, like, um, tea, although I don't know exactly what kind of tea I should put. Um, okay. That was three, <laughs> right? <laughs> That's three. That's three. Okay. Um... I would also put a Nirvana album because I feel oh, like okay. um, you kind of dig them a little bit. Okay, I'll comment know. on this later. Okay. Why don't you finish and then I'll comment. Okay, <laughs> okay yeah, you got to tell me afterward how accurate because um, <laughs> yeah. it's probably going to be like not at all. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then the last thing I would put would be one of your textbooks from school. Oh, okay. Wow. All right. <laughs> okay. So can I, so you, do you want me to comment on this now? Yes. Or do you want me to wait? Yes, you okay. comment. So Audrey, I feel like you made a pretty good list. Oh. I don't think it would be the one that I would make for myself, right. but I, but I do see where you're going with this. So stethoscope, obviously I feel like I oh. put that for myself too. Cheeto on a steak. Um, <laughs> that kind of sounds like a fair food. Like, come get your Cheeto on a steak. Like, uh, deep fried, fried Cheeto, Cheeto on a steak. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds cool. like a Minnesota State Fair special. Oh, for sure. I should, I should. You is should there somebody pitch that. that I can suggest that too? Oh my God, I'm right? sure there is. Who's like the caterer? <laughs> we'll, we'll find them. Right. Okay. Okay. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Deidre just wrote steak like S-T-A-K-E and then she did a, a, cult, like a, a slash and she did S-T-E-A-K-E like Yum. On, on, on meat steak. I don't eat meat, but I appreciate the pun there. I see you, Deidre. I see you. I see you. Um, I feel you. Uh, <laughs> um, herbal tea. I'm not a huge tea drinker, but I do like I do like herbal teas more than I like fruit tea, so you got me there. Okay. Um, and Nirvana. So I went through, I mean, everybody goes through this angsty teenager phase, right? Right. Um, 
smells like teen spirit. I swear, if I if that was on a CD, like I would have seriously burned a hole through that CD. Like I listened to that like on repeat every day. Like <laughs> this is my life. Why do they just get me? Um, yeah. So no, Nirvana for sure is on there. Oh. And yeah, tech and textbook because you know why? I'm that weird person who like literally has all of my college textbooks still like oh, I me refuse too. to sell them I refuse to give them to people um and so I, I don't know I'm like a hoarder I guess um but I just have like an emotional connection to my books I feel like they have been through this journey with me um and so I I I like can't give them away um, right Okay, yeah, that's a that's a really good list. Oh, I, I'm I so feel cr- summoned. Oh, wow, good. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Let's see my five items. If I were to summon Audrey, um, the entire Fenty collection, <laughs> um, 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 I think a really cool, bedazzled pair of Beats headphones. Oh. Um. Um, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. <laughs> um, um, let's see, that's three. I'm going to say a glass pipe. Oh, yeah. And, and my last item. Hmm, let's see. I think I'm going to have to say Barack Obama. Aww, like just totally. Barack Obama. Fuck all the other items. If suit. he was just in a pentagram, <laughs> <laughs> just like, just like there, I'm Aww. coming. I'm here. So, awesome. okay, that's okay. That is a pretty <laughs> fucking solid list. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> yes, um, I have spent more money than I care to admit on Fenty, but it's Rihanna, so, like, <laughs> right. I don't really okay, have a so choice. I, I finally caved and got um, the 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 um, foundation, and oh, my God, it's I amazing. I love it. And it, it's, it's such a buildable coverage that it, it, it doesn't feel thick, but you can put a little bit more or a little bit less, and it still looks good. And yes. I have oily skin, and it, like, works magic. Like, mm-hmm. I usually don't get as oily as I usually do throughout the end of the day. Yes. And I just love it. And that so, shit, like, stays I, on because, like, I have I have yeah. days where I'm, like, lifting, you know, setting up PA systems and, and you know, like, yeah. crawling underneath okay. stages and shit to run cables. Oh, wow. And this stuff, like, stays on. It looks the same at 6 at night as it – okay, I'm not paid to, like, say any of this. Um, but <laughs> right, it, yeah. Like, None oh, of this is so sponsored. Perfect. We're just like here to rep Yet. Rihanna till <laughs> the sun goes down. So, um, she's amazing. Um, yeah, like, but if you want to sponsor I, us, <laughs> right? Yeah, listen, <laughs> I am happy to try yes. some products for you. So, um, I was in Singapore over. Um, so, so in Saint Cloud, we have a Sephora, but it's um in like JC Penney. So oh, sure. It's kind of like a smaller kind of store they carry like their main brands and then whatever is their feature product like they had Kat on 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 their main kind of area for the longest mm. time and then now they switched it out for Fenty and so like you know you could find like the main brands like um uh, makeup forever and uh, whatever you know all that mm-hmm. kind of stuff there but they 
you know, it's not like the big store and I don't ever go to the Mall of America, which would probably be the one place where they'd have a big store. I I just hate big malls. Like Mm -hmm. I just despise them. But I was in Singapore over winter break and um, they love malls there. And so I was hanging out with an old friend of mine and we were just walking around this mall and I saw the biggest Sephora I have ever seen in my entire life. And they literally had all the Fenty collection and it was just amazing and I just like stood there in awe and I'm a makeup person but I'm not like like my daily routine is very like general like I you know do a a solid wing and then like my foundation and then like mascara and maybe some like bronzer and that's it but like I was just like like in makeup heaven and that was when I decided I had to come back and buy Fenty so it was like a religious experience (laughs) it it is yeah 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 so I just had to like and I'm in love with her so you know yeah of course as is Deidre shout out to (laughs) the the previous episode (laughs) right right um so (laughs) she she writes whoop whoop (laughs) (laughs) so uh next on the list was beats headphones um bedazzled like a motherfucker so i would all i would definitely be all about bedazzled headphones (laughs) but not beats is the only thing Mm. like oh okay okay sounds dope but beats have they have like a um a false boost in the low end so they just add a bunch of bass to stuff and they're battery power see so yeah i'm talking die. to sound engineer yeah <laughs> i'm like so, there's so many drawbacks but i love okay you know, no 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 it's fine and you know what <laughs> i'm i'm a peasant about these things i don't know a lot about um i just know with beats because they're expensive but i right. but i you know what my so my my philosophy my, my parents' philosophy and my family's philosophy always been never buy the expensive stuff because it's usually just like overpriced shit mm-hmm. and so i just said beats because like that's just what I know, but like what whatever whatever lo- whatever brand you prefer. Yes, bedazzled, okay, bedazzled headphones. <laughs> love it. That will totally yes. summon me. Um, yes, Mickey Mouse Clubhouse is my son's favorite show, and I always have the theme song <laughs> fucking stuck in my head. So that probably would just like summon me out of habit. Like, where's yeah. the child? Uh, <laughs> glass pipe. Y'all know why? It's so annoying. Oh my god. <laughs> That oh my picture. god, is that Rihanna with Beats headphones that are bedazzled and a crown? Yeah, she, right now? she is a queen. I was so off Unreal. mic when I said that. I, okay, so we have to share this image of Rihanna with a crown and bedazzled headphones on our Facebook yes, page that um, yes. Deidre found because it is fucking amazing. Because she's amazing. Well, so she's, so she's amazing. two of the she's things so of my pentagram. Right. <laughs> yeah, so you have to be summoned. Right. Um, and then of course Barack Obama because I miss him so much. Mm-hmm. Oh God! In a oh in gosh. a very nicely fitted suit. Yes. So. Without the jacket mm-hmm. on, though. <laughs> oh yeah. Yes. Oh. Right. Just slung over his shoulder. Right. Casually. You know. <laughs> Just cash. Like he's doing so much better now that he broke up with America. <laughs> right. Yeah. He's the ex that you you know always are dreaming about. Even you know so. Yeah. Well, so Sruthi, what are the if you were going to summon yourself, what okay. are what are the things that you would have uh, put in your pentagram instead? Okay, um, definitely a stethoscope. Okay, um, I agree with that one for sure. Um, I think I'd have to have a cup of coffee. I prefer mm. 
a latte. Hell yeah. Um, with soy, no flavor. Mm. Um, super extra, but you know. <laughs> um, and let's see, my third item. Um, just a bunch of black clothes. Like, that's what I wear on the regular. Like, just, like, I'm the person who is spending 10 minutes in the morning digging through my black clothes to find that the one right. black cloth. Right. So you, the right one. Yes. And the, and the blacks have to match. Like, they can't be different oh. shades of black. So. Yeah, you can't wear an older black <laughs> leggings with a newer black tank top. That's not right. Yeah, like, that just, it, it can't. Um, so, black clothes. Um, I think... Um, what what was on our list? I think um I would put a Brother Ali record oh. on there. I love Brother Ali. He was the first sort of true love musician, like whose lyrics that I like connected with. Like I can listen to him every day on the regular, and oh. um, absolutely love him. And I think the last one. Um, probably a cat. Oh. So, I don't know. Do you have probably a cat? a black cat. I don't have a cat. Oh. That, like, if I had a spirit animal, I'd probably identify... No, actually, my spirit animal... Um, no, I don't want to say that. My spirit... Spirit animal sounds very appropriate mm-hmm. But, um, my, uh... What is it? My Patronus. There we go. We'll yes. say that. My Patronus would probably be a sloth. Let's be real. Um, but <laughs> Sleep all day. I just think that... <laughs> right. But I but I do appreciate the aesthetic and vibe of a cat. And I think that I would like one as a pet eventually. So, um, Awesome. I, I would do my favorite herbs. Um... All, you know, to be all cryptic there. Like, what is she talking mm. about? Um, mm-hmm. Not drugs. Maybe drugs. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Kesha's Rainbow album. I fucking love that album Ooh. so Yes. Okay, much. I'm still so mad over the, the Grammys this year because <gasps> Me what bullshit too. is that? That Ugh. fucking Ed Sheeran. Like, nobody gives a shit about you. you. Like, literally, you have three lines that you use over and over again with a little bit of a synthesizer or whatever. Right. And, like, and oh, it's just a song like, about your boner for a, a girl you found yeah, in a bar someday. Like, Good job. Yeah, way Good to go. Job. I mean, I'm, I'm glad that Ed Sheeran can be, like, himself and not have to be held to this like extreme masculine standard for him to be popular and that people are able to appreciate him for his for his kind of his voice and skills and all of that but like I don't think he is actually fully using his capabilities to the max when he's when he's doing these songs because mm-hmm. a lot of them are just the same themes over and over again and I'm yeah. just like Come on. So, so anyways, and I was just mad. Um, so also shout out. To, oh, I should mention, sorry. I'm just like in here today in your vibe, but, um, <laughs> I just wanted to say that you mentioned Kesha and yes. I was, I was, I've been listening to Lady Gaga's Joanne album oh. on repeat since it came out. Did you see the I documentary? No, I did not. Um, but I, but I, it's on my watch list and something That's that I good. just have to get around to, but, um, well, it's good to know. Um, I've heard really good things, but I just really appreciate her, 
her aesthetic in that album mm-hmm. and I think she's so raw and I don't think people appreciate her enough as an artist. Oh no, um, definitely not. Like I love the whole like there's this whole like vibe to it that's like you're in this mm-hmm. intimate like maybe like yeah. kind of club where you know there's maybe like yeah. 30 people there tops and you're just like there grabbing right. a drink watching this band like it's, right. It's super sick. And she's so raw. And she, her yes. voice is so amazing. Like, mm-hmm. it's doing things that people can only dream of doing. Oh, and yeah. I, and the I whistle like, tone and that. praying. Like, oh, my yeah. God. Yep. Yep. Just oh. beautiful. So, okay. anyways. Scratch that. You could just put Kesha herself in my pentagram. <laughs> right? Oh, man. I think that she came onto the scene and people were so, like – Con, like confused by because she had this super party girl vibe that I, oh yeah it was the same with Lady Gaga where she was trying to do something different and not the usual like I'm a pretty girl listen to me sing type thing and so when she gets raw they like don't think she's a good artist and so they don't listen to her right and is sort of on the same page here with Kesha, so. Yeah, totally. And then, then her and um, both Kesha and Lady Gaga were up for the same Grammy that Ed Sheeran won, and right. that's what was yeah. so, like, obnoxious about it was the two of them both had these, like, stunning, like, like I've been knocked down, right. but I'm getting back up themes, and then he won for A Shape of right. You, which is trash. Yeah, and it's like, wow, good job. You yeah. talked about a woman and, like... Wow. It was I mean, like an is, extra fuck you because of the, you know, the other right. two options in the category. Right. Like, fuck right. that. Right. Um, yeah. But anyway, um, the third item I would do would also have to be like a, a latte for sure. Um, <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I like amaretto a lot. So probably that. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. okay. Um, for, um, let's say my child. <laughs> I guess Ooh, like yeah. if he can just be put into a pentagram I you know right. I don't... <laughs> he would be like the first one vegan <laughs> right right yeah exactly um and then fifth uh yeah let's keep a pair of headphones in there for sure nice hell yeah oh, I I got myself a, a nice pair of I mean I say nice because I usually used to spend like maybe five dollars tops on a pair of headphones and then I I just broke down one day and I like got a pair of skull candy oh yeah they're like a good pair for a relatively cheapish price and I Mm -hmm. absolutely love them yeah I got a legit pair like earbuds for like 15 bucks from them once so I was like yeah right yeah and they're good quality and they they last and so I was super happy about that nice 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 awesome well now that we've gotten to know each other a little bit let's Meet some awesome STEMinists. Um, yes. Yes. So um, we tried to pick one in each, at least one in each category here. So let's start off with science. Under sort of the science umbrella, we have, we wanted to give a shout out to Dr. Rebecca Lee Crumpler, who was the first African-American woman to be awarded a medical degree to work as a physician. Um, and so this is kind of, it's always really amazing to me. Um, anytime a, a woman um, is making a mark um, in the world of um, academia and then in specifically with STEM, but it's even now, even in the modern day when we 
of so many resources um, and have made so many strides already. But it's even more amazing um, when we look back into uh, history and we see these women who are really kind of going out of their way and risking everything um, and sort of their safety, their um, their life mm-hmm. um, at some points yeah. to 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 follow their dreams and 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 not even often realizing that they are um, pioneers, you know, in their own way, but doing it for the sake of the art or for the or the or the practice mm-hmm. itself because it um, needs to be done. So, right, exactly, and they just and sometimes reading about this, I kind of, you know, I don't know, going through, you know, this Audrey going through school and stuff. You have your periods of ups and then you have periods mm-hmm. of downs, and then sometimes in the downs you kind of get like this blindsided one track vision where you just like hate everything and you're like oh my god I don't know why I'm doing this and Mm -hmm. you know kind of taking a step back and seeing how far we've come and reading about amazing women is often something that like kind of reignites the fire so to speak um so Dr. Crumpler uh she was born in 1831 in Delaware and she kind of um you know was influenced a lot by her aunt um who lived in Pennsylvania and who was at the time spending a lot of her own time as an adult um, caring for sick neighbors and stuff and so you know Dr. Crumpler was influenced by this her her aunt basically and um, when she moved out um, to Massachusetts some years later and started working as a nurse um, she you know I you know kind of realized that hey maybe I should go to medical school and sort of was admitted to the New England Female Medical College in 1860 and when she graduated in 1864 um, she was the first African-American woman in the United States to earn an MD degree Um, and the only African-American woman to graduate from the New England Female Medical College um, with an MD degree and that's so amazing. That is so amazing. Um, and at that time in the 1800s to be allowed to do that, I think, mm-hmm. um, is, is just, I, I can't even imagine what sorts of shit she must have faced. But, oh, yeah. Um, so, so she's our S, S sort of. Yay. Right. Dr. Rebecca <clears throat> Lee Crumpler. Look her up. Um, yes. So for technology, we have Dr. Shirley Jackson, who is the inventor of caller ID. Um, so yeah, all these like things that you didn't really know that there was people behind, we kind of just take for granted. Um, you can thank Dr. Shirley Jackson. Um, although there's mm-hmm. some debate over who was the like official inventor of caller ID, because you know when you've got teams of people working on things, but uh, she is the most commonly credited. Um, And she conducted successful experiments in theoretical physics and used her knowledge of physics to uh, foster advances in telecommunications research while working at Bell Laboratories. Um, She conducted breakthrough scientific research that enabled others to invent uh, particle facts, touchtone telephone, solar cells, uh, fiber optic cables and all this other technology behind caller ID and call waiting that obviously we still use today. So how how incredible to just like be such a part of how our society is shaped because because of her we can right. look at our phone and know to not answer it. That's amazing. Right, and and know if you're a 
annoying ex is trying to reach you again. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) um, (laughs) Important things, important things, things that we take for granted. All right, so now for the E portion of STEM, we have Mae Jameson. Um, Mae Jameson is um, a, she's impressive. So she is the first African-American female astronaut to make it into space. Um, She is also an engineer and a doctor. Um, She was selected for the NASA astronaut program in June of 1987, and her technical assignments uh, since being selected have included launching support activities at the Kennedy Space Center in Florida, verifying the shuttle computer software in the Shuttle Avionics Integration Lab, or SAIL, and also doing Um, support group activities and she was the science mission specialist on STS-47 Space Lab J uh, which was a cooperative mission between the United States and Japan and on this eight-day mission um, that happened between September 12th and 20th of 1992 um, they accomplished 127 orbits of the earth uh, you know going around uh, the circumference of the earth and then um, they completed 44 life science and materials processing experiments um, for the Japanese in the U.S. And since then, um, she has also been a co-investigator of the bone cell research experiment that was flown on this mission. And then her and her crew from the Endeavor uh, launched and returned to the Kennedy Space Center in, in Florida. And um, in her space flight, she is logged 190 hours, 30 minutes, and 23 seconds in space. And um, it's absolutely amazing to um, get to see a woman of color um, uh, other than uh, Kalpna, who was um, the uh, Indian astronaut uh, who died uh, in a tragic accident um, in, in previously. So it's, it's really awesome. I actually... Um, on campus, we have a Women Who STEM organization that um, I am the secretary for, and we often use. Um, uh, there's a there's an open source art uh, series that uh, was created some time ago, and I unfortunately don't know the artist's name, but um, they have really cool, um, basically poster size images of. Uh, women in STEM, and they have a really awesome one for Mae Jameson that I use a lot. Um, and it's really fun to bring it to when we do uh, community events. It's fun to bring it to schools and to young, just to young girls to help them see that, like, hey, like I can envision myself in space, and especially if I'm a, a girl of color, I can maybe this be is an astronaut. Possible, so, yeah. It's it was a it was always my dream until I realized that there's a height. Oh, um, minimum, really? I guess. And you have to be like at least five three, and I'm five two. So I was oh. like, damn it, by one inch. So you just wear platforms. Um, no. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> wow. Um, and for M mathematics, we have Gladys West. Uh, she began her career in 1956 as a mathematician. She is the uh, second black woman who was hired at the Dahlgren Naval Base and at the time one of only four black employees. 
Um, and she spent her time collecting information from orbiting machines, uh, focusing on information that helped to determine their exact location as they were transmitting around the world. And this collection of data eventually led to uh, global positioning uh, systems, or GPS, as we know today. So um, <clears throat> the distances uh, between points and uh, the landscapes uh, in certain areas and uh, things like that, that was all the data and uh, stuff that she was collecting and all of the mathematics that went into that was really groundbreaking. And um, this article I found on Washington Post was really cute. It says that she, she does use... GPS while traveling, but still prefers like a, a paper map. So she is still alive. She's in her late 80s right now and just recently retired. So congratulations to her. Such amazing women. It's always so interesting to me to sort of, I don't know, I think that I feel connected in a way um, to this family of of just network of, of s- s- women in STEM. Mm-hmm. And it's like goosebumps every time I hear about someone doing amazing things um, yeah. in the field. Yeah, it's like an instant uh, kind of kinship because, you know, right. we've all kind of you know. faced the same <laughs> challenges right. and still right. do all the time. And, um, you know, th- then you meet someone else who gets it, you know, it's, it's cool. Absolutely. Awesome. Absolutely. So now that we've talked about all of these amazing women do you guys think these amazing women have issues with how crunchy their chips are (laughs) (laughs) do you think they give a shit about that i don't you know or like i do like a good crunch factor yeah (laughs) (laughs) i do like a good crunch factor in my chips but i've never so it's i've never looked for like female chips in my life like i don't know chips are fucking chips man i want chips in a pink bag with flowers on them and zero calories (laughs) (laughs) right um no that sounds like a ploy yeah that does sound like some horrible chips that would probably give you anal leakage or something but oh oh god Um, yuck so today's hex is uh the guy who it was let's let's be real it was definitely a guy who thought of the lady doritos Mm -hmm. like why right why would you think you need to create a product to not offend our delicate feminine sensibilities about crunchy chips or dorito dust on our hands it it, it was definitely a guy, so we're going to hex that guy in particular today. Yeah, asshole. And whoever decided, whoever in the marketing department decided this was okay, like, God, get your shit yeah, together, please. how many women did, did they run this by? I don't think this is actually, uh, like, Probably none. Right, right. I don't, I don't think that this product <laughs> is actually going to hit the market after all of the, like, backlash. <laughs> Um, right yeah but yeah you know it was gonna be like you know a small ass package and you know right cost the same or even Ugh. more the worst trash person <laughs> <laughs> oh i would have loved to see like the amazon reviews though that would have been amazing i know right that should be a thing i feel like we should somebody should start a website it doesn't matter whether it like it just like post reviews about unnecessary products of life mm-hmm. did you like, see I like that the, would be hilarious. the bic reviews for the the like lady pen or whatever it was i'll have to oh, look it up that's but right. yeah it was that's like right. 
It was gold. Lady was pens. Lady pens. I can't, because uh, suddenly my literary capabilities are d- diminished dramatically when I start using a male pen. But oh no, oh, if luckily me. there is a female pen to help me cope with my incompetence. Jesus Christ. Deidre was a superstar and just pulled up one of the reviews for us. So um, Kelly <laughs> A rated these pens a three out of five and writes, quote, I'd really like to buy a pack of these pens, but I probably need my father or husband's permission first, like I do with all my financial decisions. T-K-O-N um, <laughs> uh, writes, one out of five stars. Thanks a lot, Bic. I used one of these pens yesterday, post-hysterectomy, and my uterus grew back. So, you know, apparently they've got magical properties that I didn't know about, so maybe I shouldn't be so quick to judge, huh? There's (laughs) this one. Talk about magical properties. Uh, This is just by M. I can't find a switch to turn it on, and it didn't come with batteries. This is not the for her product I was expecting at all. Oh, Christ. <laughs> oh, there better shit. be uh, <clears throat> a strong vibrate switch on there. Yeah, exactly. I want to, like, a snow globe effect with all the glitter in it, too. Like, I know. But, oh, <laughs> that would be pretty. That would be so ooh, pretty. Ooh, Bic, okay. come on. Okay, and last, the last one, last one. All right. Okay, this is by Nikki Brandy. She writes, well, I hate to admit, ladies, let's be honest here, size matters. The length was workable, but unfortunately, much like my last boyfriend, one millimeter of girth just isn't enough. Aww. <laughs> Aww, well, good on you, Nikki, girl. for getting rid of that guy then. I oh know, right? Uh-uh, you don't deserve that. You deserve much better. Five millimeters or nothing. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> At least. At, At least. least. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Well, before we <laughs> before we close it up, I wanna uh, we wanna give a special shout out to Black Panther. We're all planning on seeing it this week. Um, of course, yes. by the time you guys hear this, it will already be out and we will have all seen it yes. and it's fucking amazing yes. and changed the world and it'll be yes. great. Yeah, I think it has, I I was reading somewhere that it has 100% ratings on Rotten Tomatoes and that never happens. So oh, that's amazing. That's amazing. Yeah, I think, uh, I think Get Out had 100% for a little bit there too. And then all the haters oh, wow. jumped on it, of course. Oh, so yeah, don't you do that to you... Black Panther 2. Haters. Oh, I'm so excited. Yeah, like, me too. Just, I, like, can't, I, like, physically don't have words to explain how excited I am. Which is one of those things that I'm going to be there. I'm going to be sitting in awe the entire time. Like, I just know it. And I'm just going to be, like, come out. And I'm just, like, speechless. So. Yes. Um, I'm, I'm excited to come back and tell you how speechless I was, though. Yes. To get out a timer. And we need <laughs> to know, like, how long it was before you were able to talk again. Like, how long? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. And... Um, it's just, it's just amazing. With that, the Coven Council is adjourned. Uh, this episode was produced by me, Sruthi, and Deidre. Uh, find us on Facebook and iTunes at Coven Council Podcast. Please rate and review us. You know you want to. It'll help other witchlings find the show. Um, this episode is a production of Humming Giraffe and Audio for the Arts. <laughs>